This is hard tackle. Alright, everybody big up on yourself. Everybody bless up. You had a good weekend. Alright. Uh we're gonna start this off with 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 possibly what should have been the main match over the weekend, but mm. I think all of us who watch it can say we basically waste um two hours United uh, versus Liverpool. Um Wonky, kick us off. Uh, what what you saw from Liverpool? The result was Milan. What you saw from Liverpool? Um, more of what we've been seeing um, since the last what, four games. Um, Liverpool had possession in the first half. Um, didn't do much with it. Uh, basically, the problem lies in the in the last third in the box. Now finish. Now finish. That's as, what it boils down to. As in with the last couple of matches, as you said. Yeah. So I expected I expected a draw or a United win, to be honest. Based on both teams' form. United um, had a boost of confidence since the last couple of games being on top of the table. Liverpool went the opposite way. Um drawing a couple of games until eventually losing the last one. So um my prediction was a, a, a draw, a very dull draw, or a United last minute win. Um it was a draw and a very boring one. In my in my book, and they, I think they almost got the win because I think Alisson made to save yeah. from from Fernandez and uh, at, at Pogba. I think it was I think it was Pogba from a cut yeah, from Pogba, the right yeah. flank. Yeah. yeah, but um, it was definitely a a, a boring match. Uh, Mateo, what do you think? Well, I think it was one of the worst matches I've seen in a long time. <laughs> um, one of the worst matches. Yeah, man, one of the worst I've, I've had to sit through. Um, yeah, man, I can agree with that. I could see that both teams were they were just running end to end, like like when you have PE at um on the play field, you kick the ball and run, or, or try some long ball down the field. Um, you, you could kind of call it, you could say it's good defending, but I would rather say that it it's just poor attacking. Like the the, the there's a lack of quality and, in the and final good, third, yeah, 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 from yeah. both of the teams. Um, you could say a United. The tactic was to just sit back and try to run in behind the pool defence. I guess uh, Rashford was trying to go up against Henderson as right. much as possible yeah, to try running behind on him. The ball, the, 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 the service just wasn't good enough. Pogba tried some long balls, but the, the accuracy was just off. Or, or Rashford would just miss time his runs. Not time his run as, as, as well. So, yeah, that, that's what I yeah, said. I, I agree with that as well. I didn't think Rashford had a good game. You think anybody from the United side had a good game? Yeah. Uh, anybody, anybody on the on the on the. To me, for uh, me, nobody, nobody really stood up. Honestly, like I argue with Mateo. Um, I wouldn't say it was good defending. I would just say it was just poor attacking to it, on both sides. But um, if you're going to have to, if you have to choose who had the better chance, it would be United. United had the better game. I mean, we've all seen this movie with Liverpool before. The team that um, defends against Liverpool and the longer the game stays, how it is the opposing team gains confidence and try to create better chances in the latter stage of the game. And I mean, United could have scraped, scraped out a one nil win. So I think, I think they 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 came out of the game. I mean, they came out on top technically, but they came out um, disappointed because they should have. They should have taken the chance to beat Liverpool. Liverpool were there for the taking, in my book. But let me just say one more thing though. Sure. A lot of there's a lot of noise about Liverpool's backline, the lack of defenders, the injuries to your centre backs, and have to be using midfield in the centre backs. But I think your front three 
something is going on with your front three, Liverpool's Especially front three. The, all of a sudden, they're and just not clicking. I don't see a tune out of any of them. Only Mane trying, yeah. but the rest of them... Only Mane. The rest of the other two, they're not, they're not. Salah, I don't know what. If Salah is not scoring, he's not doing anything on the field. He's not even right. beating a player with a dribble. That's just that's, as big that's... a problem to me as in the defence. Lately, that's the only thing Salah brings to the team, brings to his game. A goal. And if he's not doing that, he's non-existent. Um, Firmino, unfortunately, has joined that category for the last couple of games. I mean, I felt good when Jota came in because he gave him that competition. Um, and, you know, everybody needs competition to up their game. And unfortunately, it was that Jota is out. And, I mean, Firmino just went back to that um, um, bad form that he was in the last couple of games. And, I mean, it was just, it's just a, a, a whole sad thing to me for the front three. I mean, that front three is just, apart from money, I mean, I can't really say anything good about the front uh, Taji, um, what what do you think about the match today from both sides? Any anything that yeah. that stood out for you? Yeah, so I I concur with with what Craig and um and Matteo saying. Um, I think it was a, a snooze fest. Right? It was like a real really bad money cup match. Um, despite Thiago Thiago's best efforts in the first half, the front three never made any use of um any of his passes and um chances created. Um, Salah looked selfish as usual. Um, Mane, very hard working, but again, never proved fruitful. So, and, and I don't know what Firmino is up to. Um, and I thought Shakira maybe should just come on as a super sub, but that's usually when he performed. Yeah. So who, who no, should have started was, over Shakira? Who do you think? No man, you wouldn't either change the formation. You wouldn't use you wouldn't use that formation. Because Shakiri is an attacking player. I agree. So, and you know, I, and I, you probably bolster the midfield with somebody else. I don't know. But um yeah. So in the second half now, yes, I agree. Manu had the better chance that I thought Bruno Fernandez showed some flashes of brilliance, but then fade away for the most part. Um, Alison, I think, um, did a solid job, but then again, Manu should have put away those chances anyway. So, yeah, I, I did, I didn't like that match at all. But uh, so I think the real winner out of that match was Man City and Leicester City. So they were the ones who came out winning, winning from that, from from that um, so-called derby. Chelsea as well. No, Chelsea is not in this. I don't know what. You know, anyway, we'll get to that later. We'll, we'll get to the, um, the, the red card will lead to the Chelsea win later. All right, respect for that touch. So neither of these sides uh, did anything superb um, for us to say that anything on that much was, was worth uh, taking Except note set the table of. for City to win the league. Except That's setting true. the table for City. Uh, tell yeah. us more about City's performance. It was a... Uh, was a much better match. It started out slow, but um, gradually built. Just like you know, Pep Guardiola's teams usually build up after a while and then just dominate. So, um, Stones, of course, I think is the man of the match for both his um, defensive efforts as well as the two goals and um, clutch goals, by the way. And then, of course, Raheem Sterling stepping up for that um, free kick. Yeah. I think Gundogan had the first goal, but 
uh, all right, that, that's fine. Gundogan scores, but the mere fact that that Stones scored twice and Sterling scored from a set piece, which he's not known for, right? Basically, highlighted the kind of day Man City had against Crystal Palace. So, um, well deserved. And it looked like City is in full gear. That they still have a game in hand, but yeah, I, I expect them to to be leading this table very soon. Ever since that 5-2 loss versus Leicester, I think Guardiola just got a hold of his team and said, guys, what are you doing? Uh, You see, this City side, they're not as great attacking as other teams Mm -hmm. under Pep's reign when they had the front three with with Sane, Sterling, Prime, Kunaguero, when they had David Silva and De Bruyne playing in, um, behind them. But what I noticed with Pep, he kind of changed the system in terms of when they had David Silva, they used to play two attacking mids and Fernandinho as the defensive mid. Now he uses Gundogan and Rodrigo with KDB up, up um, in a more attacking role. So that gives the defense a more solid, a more structure. solid feel, a more solid structure. So they're not conceding as much. And John Stones has just come out of nowhere. We thought John Stones was done. I thought he was done. I thought it was Laporte and, and Ruben Diaz for City yeah. from now on. But John Stones, he, he was a lockdown period. He went to the gym. He worked out. He, he settled down. I said, this is my time. They have to save my career. And he came back and now he's a different player. So to me, yeah. City is the, is the most settled side right now. And if Liverpool don't get the act together, this league could be over very soon. Tottenham also with a uh, 3-1 win. Uh, so right now, the top five in the EPL is only separated by, watch this, uh, four points. Man U leading the pack with 37 points. Uh, Chelsea won one uh, over the weekend as well. A one-nil win thanks to... Red card. Red, that right. Thanks to that red card. I mean, it, it's a card that could go when I saw it. I think it could go either way. He, no, yeah. man, it was a straight red. The challenge, the challenge no, wasn't, was wasn't a, needed. It, no, yeah, but that's not, that's not a straight red card. No, man, that's a straight red. Did you see the challenge? Yes, I saw it. The thing is, I, I don't think he got that much. I don't think he got that much. Con- if if that ch- if he had a lot of contact with the player, yes. I don't remember the, the player that he then tackled. I don't think that, that player would have would have gotten up uh, just like that. That was Aspilicueta's. The man did ball for no reason, and that was a who that was Aspilicueta. Don't ball for no reason. No, he's a warrior. We are talking about. That's because we're talking about warriors. Don't ball for no reason. No, them man. All right, we're going to use the gun. If 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 if. If him don't need for roll on the ground, so is this a is this a Busquets thing thing where we use one incident to judge him for the entire career? No, man, it's, it's it's a life thing. It's a life. Oh, thing. If you if you tee for one time, you know, you want to you know. Yep, true. So yeah, it 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 have to work both ways. Has to work both ways. Well, yeah, Chelsea got the win, and yeah, that much is not worth talking about. Really. I think Lampard got a little break, a little bit, but not really. Break. No. Not really. The way Chelsea labored to that win, he's still under pressure because that was terrible. That was yeah. a very terrible performance. No, I agree with you, but all right. Uh, let's go over to the Spanish league. Uh, Barcelona did not play in the league. As I understand, Athletic Bilbao are the winners. All right, Tajay, um, I didn't yeah. watch that much. Uh, right, the I'm... match ended 3-2, and I think at the 89th minute, Barcelona were leading... Um, 2-1. What happened? Alright, let me explain what happened. So, 
all this I blame on Ronald Coleman. He played an, an injured Messi because he was still injured. Yeah, he was still injured. They say coming off injury, but he was still injured. So they realized that, that this man is playing labored, obviously, because he's not fully healthy. And then, um, as such, he couldn't, he could only create a few chances. He only had a, a little bit, um, a little bit, uh, um, moments of brilliance. But, anyways, he's he's a part, he's to blame too, because he could have told, um, Coleman that he was still injured, he couldn't play. Um, Dembele is a footballer with low IQ. His decision making in that match was poor. He had he had plenty of options um, to create goal scoring chances or even to score himself. Yeah. So that was a part of that. Griezmann was it that him. was it that he he missed the target or the keeper saved it? No, it's, it's decision making. Like instead of passing, he would okay. dribble. And then Langley, the other Frenchman, gave away that that goal in the 89th minute. Gave away that free kick in the 89th minute. Which was very unnecessary. He never had to foul the striker. Forget it was who. He never had to foul him. He could have just make him run because he wasn't gonna score. They so equalized, this... and then they've gone to um, extra time, and the defense collapsed again. As Barcelona's defense <laughs> um, is known to so at times, and then that ended up to be three-two, and then Messi out of frustration in. Um, the 120 minutes after being fouled and butter bruised by um, a billboard midfielder, just got frustrated and, and boxed down and got a red card <laughs> needlessly. What is the um, actual box down or was it just a, a touch in the face? No, 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 no. Actual box down. A straight red card. It was well deserved red card. And yeah. basically, just rounding off the weekend where he and Ronaldo decide to have two of the worst matches in their career in their careers. So uh yeah no, don't bring Ronaldo into this. It was it was a bad weekend. It was a bad weekend for both. Yeah, all right. He shouldn't have played because he was injured and then he should not get frustrated because he's used to playing against players you know, fouling him and all of that. Yeah, it just, it, you have to be more composed than that. I mean, Bilbo beat both Real Madrid and then beat Barcelona to win the Super Cup. Hats off to them. They're, they're like uh, the best, the team for me for this weekend. Yeah, man. Apart from Man City. Kudos to and, them for that. I'm giving Bilbo kudos for beating the top, the two top La Liga teams. So I think that is pretty much it that happened uh, in, in the Spanish league. Uh, Atletico won um, from earlier, um, a 2-0 uh, win uh, over Sevilla. Madrid's last match in the Spanish league is Jan from January 9. Atletico with two games in hand, top of the league, 41 points. So Atletico can, can, if they win those two matches, they can really stretch the legs at the top yes. of the league there. Yes, uh, in the Italian Serie uh, like a shake-up. Wanky always been saying that this is the old lady league, Juventus. But, However, um, last week they won against Milan. Uh, this week yeah. they lost against Inter. Uh, Matteo, what took place in that match? All right. Um, so Inter beat Juventus 2-0. I was very impressed with Inter's performance. I never really thought they had it in them. 
because they use the, the choke. They are choking team, in my opinion. They choke whenever they need to win. But they came, they came up trumps today. They came up trumps today. And I think Conte has to win the Scudetto this season or he's gone at the end of the season because their performance in the Champions League was just woeful. They didn't even make it to the Europa League. They finished bottom of that group. So they're really expecting Conte with all the money that they invested into the side to win the Scudetto. So pressure was on him and he delivered. But I need to mention how poor Juventus was. Please do. To me, you especially one of the players. Then. No, I Kante. don't. No, I don't think much Kante blame then. is on Cristiano Ronaldo for this match. Really? I think I think the problem with Juventus is their ball progression. To me, it's so poor that they can't even create a, a chance if they had a dead ball situation. They need a creative player. Out of all the midfielders they have, they don't have a creative midfield player, and uh, I think. They're probably even as bad as Pjanic has been for Barcelona. I think they came off worse with that deal with Arthur because Arthur yeah. is just not doing anything for that side, any at all. Yeah, Ronaldo is. Ronaldo needs service. Ronaldo and needs there was, service. No, there, there was wasn't no, any service today. No, there was no ball progression. And Inter's defense was really good, I must say. Bastoni and Skriniar, top quality. De Vrij in the middle, top quality. So. The Marshall, the Juventus front line pretty well, but Juventus have a ball progression problem. And I think them they should have gone after Ozil. Ball progression in terms of uh, a dribble oh, who goes up the pitch or someone who can make nice, accurate vertical through passes or a combination. Somebody with vision, yes. Somebody who can who can spot a attacking opportunity and play people into positions where they can where they can actually score. Okay, okay. I get what you are saying. Uh, but that's actually uh, our wrap of the European top five uh, leagues. We're going to go on to some of the transfers that have already been confirmed and some that look like they're going to happen. Uh, Matteo, you have any news for us on that basis? Well, Moussa um, Dembele went to Atletico Madrid. I think that's a great transfer. I think that that's going to be the catalyst to Atletico Madrid winning the league. I think that's how good Moussa Dembele is. I think he's an upgrade on this version of Costa. He's going to be starting over Suarez? No, he's not going to start over Suarez, but he's going to be a better backup than Diego Costa was in that team. Most definitely. I think think one of the up-and-coming players that we should look at is Ahmad Diallo, who just went to Manchester United. You've been watching some YouTube clips. Yeah, man, he, he's, he's a great, he's a great player. He's, a, he, I can't, he's highly rated. I don't even think that they, they might, they might not need Sancho anymore with this player if he, if he's able to live up to the hype. So I oh, think that's is a, he? oh, he's 18 years old. Have yeah, some so, time to go. Yeah, but... man, he, I, I think he would, he, he might be assured by. It. He would play the same position Sancho would play. So on the on the wide right. Or that, or that problem area that Manchester United has had for the past couple of seasons. So he's their answer to Sancho. I don't think they'll go after Sancho again now that they have him. And then Ozil, he's, got, he's a great capture for Fernandes. So I think he was, he's a wasted talent. He was a wasted talent at Arsenal. Don't get me wrong. He is a great capture for Fernandes, especially in terms of PR. I just don't think he's going to set the place on fire. 
But I hope you does. Uh, and two and two transfers that are about to happen is Manzukic. Remember him? He's going to mm -hmm. AC Milan. Him, yeah. AC Milan wanted Giroud, but Chelsea Chelsea wasn't um, willing to let go Giroud, so they went for Manzukic as a backup striker. Tomori, which is a loan option, is a loan deal with the option to buy for thirty million. I don't understand why Tomori is not our third choice centre back at Chelsea. I think he's better than Rudiger. In my opinion, a simple answer why. Really? There's a, there's a simple answer why he's not the third um, centre back right now. You don't why know the answer? No, I don't know the answer. Why, why is that? Who is your head coach? Lampard. But Lampard is okay. supposed to. Lampard okay. is supposed to rate Tomori because Tomori is who helped Lampard in his derby days. So I don't understand. But exactly, Lampard is just even the side that he put out. It was his old side, you know. Rudiger, Giroud, Jorginho. Aspila Coeta. It was it was his old side, just like you said. Nah, these new guys are just not cutting it. We'll get to Let them stick later. with the old guns. We'll get to one new player in particular later. All right, um, Tajay, what do you think about that Ozil transfer? Because it has been confirmed. Yeah. Um. Well, I, we have to see how how we um gains back his match fitness after not um playing for a while. Um. But I think Ozil is is an uh, is a very great talent. I mean, he has always been. He had like the assist record when he was at Real Madrid. He was didn't he win? Didn't he also have the the, the most assists for that year as well? Yeah, he did. Yes, he did. Yeah, I mean, you can't take away the one talent. He's, he's he has great vision when it comes to football. Where 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 do you guys think um, Ericsson is going? Depends on if Pochettino wants him or if PSG. I don't think they need him though. Um, what a fall from Grace though. I think the only thing I can save him from Inter is if one of the mid table EPL sides decide to go for him, but his salary would be a problem. But hearing some I, things about West Ham might be interested and stuff like that. But I think I heard some rumors about Arsenal Twitter as well. And that's so ironic because they have one there right now moving. To go play yeah. the player that is identical, <laughs> like for like, yeah. yeah, just but we'll see what happens. Not a lot of movement happening in the transfer market. Um, some still, of the time. Time, still a lot of time, still, still a, lot a lot of time. time. You think anybody on the panel here, you think any size off the top of your head just needs maybe one piece to the puzzle that would maybe uh, push them to the title. For example, um, uh, we can all say Liverpool needs a Liverpool need centre back. Center -back. Center -back. Not just any though, you need a centre back. A good, yeah, exactly. Desperately, desperately need a one. Do you have any in mind? Any you link to any? Uh I mean I say a lot of rumors. Um with the Leipzig defender. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, man, I'm not I'm not I'm not saying I'm saying I say a lot of rumors. Okay. So but you know, for the past couple of seasons, Liverpool have successfully um, um, done their business inconspicuously. So I can't really say, I, I can't really, I don't have no clue if they even have anybody on the radar, but I, they, they need one. They need one. Okay. All right. Any, any other teams, uh, anybody think need that one person? I think, I think Chelsea need more than one. Um, can't, I can't count with one, just one for Chelsea. Hey, Chelsea, uh, really? We call them names still, you know. No, Chelsea uh, need to, Chelsea need to figure you. out. Chelsea need Matthew, to figure out what to do with these players. They, they, yeah, they, 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 they need to buy 
anymore. Players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree with Matthew. Oh, so I think, agree with Matthew. So you think no, we have to get rid of Lampard then. No, I don't think Lampard. Well, Lampard time soon coming. Out. And I need to see some improvement with this team. We'll go play Leicester next. If they lose terribly in that, then writing is on the wall for him. But I, I sympathize with him because of, I'm going to zoom in on one particular player. Sorry. All right. Okay. So with, the, with this review over the, the weekend for the top five leagues, I'm pretty sure that we can pinpoint some persons or some players and some teams who did well and some who uh, didn't do so well. We already called um, some person's names. Um, for me, um, some of the most obvious choices there for the best performance um, of the weekend, I thought um, Thiago, I thought he was industrious and also creative at the same time. Uh, without um, getting the, the result, um, I thought he played well. His, his debut at Anfield, Sapitid, the crowd wasn't there um, to welcome him. Big up to Bilbao, beating Madrid, beating Barca. Yep. You know, oh. I, I respect Bilbao's tradition because they're actually they're from the Basque um, region, region in Spain, and they only only have Basque players on their books. And I find that to be so. Every club would possibly want to emulate that. Liverpool would want anybody, everybody on their team to be a scouser. They're one of only um, three teams to never be relegated in um, La Liga. Exactly. So, yeah, so big ups um, to them for, for again beating Barca and and uh, getting the Spanish uh, Super Cup there. Shout yeah. out to to Stones in both people today. Not to yep. no lie. And uh, a team that was called before uh, Napoli. Big up to Napoli as well. Uh, am I leaving an injured one, guys? Inter. Oh, so Inter is actually one of the better performers. Yeah. Anyone in that match in particular? What about Mr. Timbaland? <laughs> Played well? I mean, I have, to applaud, I have to applaud the entire team. I have to applaud the entire team. They did very well, man. I was very impressed with them. Okay. The best player uh, to me was Barilla. 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 And I think, I think Bastoni right. is a great defender. Let me just say it again. Up and coming, 21 years old. I think he's the future. Oh, Barilla? Bastoni. Bastoni. Oh, Barilla, 23, I think. Yeah, man, Barilla is another top player as well. Yeah. Taji, yeah. give me some, some teams and some uh, players. My top performance. Um, I look at the individual players. Um, first, Raul Garcia for torturing um, Real Madrid backline and then torturing Barcelona backline, giving um, opening to Iñaki and, um, and I mean, Via, Via Libre. Um, I think Raul Garcia played a, an important role in, in those two Super Cup win, um, winners against Real Madrid and Barcelona. So he's my player for La Liga. Um, John Stones, obviously, for um, Man City. Uh, I think he was the, my top player um, this weekend. No, I'm just saying, being the devil's advocate, they were playing Crystal Palace. So, take take yeah, what you want from okay. But good uh, performance still. Good performance. Very, good, very performance. good performance. Um, you know, Thiago, I, w- I would only half mention him because he, he played well in the first half. Never really appeared in the second half, in my opinion. Um, the entire team? Yeah, well, that too. Exactly. But, um, yeah, and I'll 
give Alison Becker only half credit because Manu should have put away those goals anyway. The, the keeper should not have saved. I'm not giving him all that much credit for that. Manu poor performance. So I don't know who has stood out for me. Um, this. All right, so so that's that's everyone. And, rem- and remember, you know, guys, if we never call one of your baller name or your club name who you, you, you thought did well over the weekend, reach, reach out to us, give us a comment um, on our IG profile. You know, if on the end of one spectrum, you have good performances, uh, on the next on the end of the spectrum, you had some not so good um, performances. Kirk, start us off with that one. Yeah, man, for me, um, bad um, performance. Um, Juventus is one. Um, I was very disappointed because I expected better coming off a win against AC Milan last last time around. So I was very disappointed in Juventus, the entire team really. Um, Barcelona as well. It's ironic that I'm talking about Juventus and then Barcelona right after. Alba stood out to me as one of the worst performers in the Barcelona team. Um, he was really the downfall. Um, for the five for that for the outcome of that game. So that that was it for me. Alright, uh sample man, you, you can defend um you're the Alba or he had a very bad weekend. He had a bad weekend but he provided an assist which he he looked decent going forward and but those two goals which he gave up. Yeah, man. Why? So he's one of your um worst performers over the weekend? Definitely. Yeah, one other. No, him, especially. Because oh, him especially. the man duck out of the way, no. The man duck out of the way when the man crossed the ball. The man literally duck out of the way. Uh, it, was, it, it was very terrible. Man. I never expected that. I never expected a, a performance like that from him, to be honest. The man what was his performance? From from sample. Well, how was because I realized we, we spoke about the the, the Barcelona result the and we talk about the red card. But how was his performance during the match? You can you can see that he was laboring under some discomfort. But injured, yeah, man, injured. <laughs> it's simple. He never played good, but him injured. Him actually have an excuse. Well, me not get excuse to mess with but at the same time. Uh, I mean, I would, look, I, would look, I would look at it as an excuse. Um, if you're injured and you're not supposed to go there, don't go there. And yeah. Ricky Pooch came on too late. Dembele, Dembele always, Dembele on and off, hot and cold. As in keep on, I get, I get chances. That's it. And then a second later, and just the foolishness. Okay. Mateo, um, any player who stood up for you for the, for the wrong reason? Team Werner. Team oh, yeah. Werner. I don't understand what is going on with Team Werner. I can't. This guy is giving me Torres, Chelsea Torres, Marata vibes. But he didn't even start the match. He didn't start the match, but he still had time to miss. <laughs> <laughs> he missed a sitter in the in the in the latter part of that game that could have made it much easier. And I don't. I, I, at this point, I, do, I know that he was great in Bundesliga, but I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing it with, with Chelsea. I mean, every time so, you see him get a chance, you, you just expect him to miss. You more expect him to miss than score. So, what, what do you think is the reason for this bad form that he's been under for this time? Just like oh, I can't Nothing? explain to you why Torres was so terrible for Chelsea. I can't explain to you why Morata was so terrible for Chelsea. 
I tell you that there's a, I tell you, I, I tell you that there's some curse. There there's some curse man. We used to call it the number nine curse because whenever whenever a striker would sign for us and wear the number nine, they would always be terrible. But Maratta changed from the number nine to the number twenty-two in his second season, and nothing changed. So I think we could take away that 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 saying. And Werner wears number eleven, so it's not the shirt. I don't know what it is with with these. Um, when we sign a striker, it's a fifty-fifty chance of them either being completely horrible or being great. Our last best striker, our last great striker was Diego Costa before Diego him was. Costa. The Anelka Dragba um, partnership, but we have had so many right. flops. So with that said, would you would you take back the Costa in the team right now since he's up for grabs? I'm not sure because he his farm has dropped off a cliff since he left us. Um, okay. I'm not sure, but we need Werner to come good. I need Werner to come good. I can we can't deal with another flop with a striker that is supposed to be good. So he's my but worst performer. Some blame us today. Also, um, attached to Lampard, you know, because he's been playing playing the man out, out of his natural position. You know. I would say so too. Him? It's not completely Werner's fault if he's been played as a winger. Yeah, he has been played as a winger, but the thing is, he has still gotten chances that he would have gotten exactly. in a striking position and him still miss. So, yeah. That is just part of the issue, but he is not scoring his chances when he gets them. And it's really Chelsea suffering because I don't read Tommy Abram as any sort of striker. I don't know what he's still doing playing for Chelsea. That guy is not right, a striker. Top six side. No, he's not a he's not a top six striker to me. And Giroud is good, but he he can't play Giroud week in, week out because I watched I watched parts of the Chelsea match versus Fulham and Every time Giroud plays, like, okay, I understand that the man is a great target man. I understand that he's great scoring headers. But every chance you get, you're going to fling across in the box for Giroud against Fulham. They do that even when Werner is in the middle. So (laughs) that is even more nonsense. Yeah, I agree with you. And why why is Zeke Zeke um, playing um, wide right? Zeke has a left foot that can do with with more practice and more um, um, sustainability. A left foot similar to that of Kevin De Bruyne. I I if you if you look at some of the, the assists and some of the goals that Zeke plays, the only thing he's just stationed there under the right flag or 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 the left flag and flinging in bars. To find Giro. Zayek is way more than that. I agree with you. Way more than that. But Daje, uh, yeah. anyone um, outperformed Timo Werner to get maybe the worst player of the weekend so far? Um, I think Lucas Vasquez came close. Um, giving away an unnecessary penalty to Bilbao in the uh, Madrid Bilbao Super Cup match. Like him just kick him out and kick down kick Martinez out of nowhere in the box. Very unnecessary. There was no VAR needed at all. It was a straight um I get a yellow card. It should have been a red, but straight penalty and essentially cost Real Madrid the um the match. So Lucas Vasquez came close, performed terribly and then gave the penalty. Bilbo. Um Dembele, I hate Dembele so much. 
That's racism. Yeah, yeah, put your black thing, man. The man just, I don't know, man. I, I don't get it. He only has speed. He has no decision making at all. And, and it, it must be frustrating for you, you know, because I think he's very talented, you know, but you my know, decision making just poor, poor. His decision making is poor, and guess what? He's a fragile human being. It's not like he's durable that and is dependable. True. He's injured every day. All right? <laughs> so I would give him, Lucas Vasquez, um, Salah, me showing there. Because him selfish and him don't do anything apart from dribble and score. And if him can't do that, he's of no use. Um, for Manu, um, and who else was poor? Who performed poor? All right, the I'm entire about. Juventus. I'm not going to I'm not a single Cristiano Ronaldo, but he was poor as well. But I'll give the entire Juventus. So those are my, and yeah, Werner. So those are my um, flops for, for, this, for this weekend. For me, right, I actually don't have a flop um, at the season, um, for the weekend. For the weekend. Rather. Reason being, with these, I'm going to call them mini upsets that's been happening across um, the European top five leagues. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call um, Bilbao beating Madrid an upset. I'm going to call Aston Villa beating Liverpool seven two an upset. Tottenham beating Manu six one. You know, and yeah. even stretching back to the end of last season when um, the season began. Barca losing 8-2. Those results are just not normal. You just don't yeah. expect them in the 21st century, probably in 1940. Yes. Right? And I think with the crowds not being there, the players playing um, three times um, for the week when scientific evidence is there, the doctors saying Yo, the players can't play like this, they're going to be more injury prone. Their output, right. their, produ- their productivity is it, it's going, to, it's going to decrease. Yep. So, I think the matches that, that we're watching um, right now, I see a side 18th beat a side that is top of the league or something like that. And I'm like, oh, okay, because it's almost coming as the norm right now. And I don't know if that is good for football or, or anything like that, but I need, I, I need the crowd to be back. I really and truly need the crowd. With that said, I think we covered... Um, all of the, the 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 top five leagues uh this is actually the end of our second episode and if you made it this far big up yourself right i would thank you for the time that uh, you have spent here um any other guys want to leave any messages or comments about anything that that's happened over the last week of football well let me just say that i just want to give a Mention to Luka Jovic, who has gone back to Frankfurt, just went back to Frankfurt and was substituted in the 62nd minute with um in Frankfurt's match versus Schalke. Poor Schalke, who just came off of the, the, the first win of the season, they were drawing the match until Jovic came on and Jovic scored twice. two goals in 28 minutes. In terms of unsung hero of the weekend, I think it has to go to Jovic. That needs a mention because before the streets were saying Haaland, it was Jovic as the best up-and-coming striker. I'd, something never worked with him and Real Madrid, but he's back in the Bundesliga and I think 
he's going to be one of the top performers in Bundesliga for the time he's there. Hopefully, he can get his career back on track. Well, it can be such a, a, a funny thing because for whatever reason, it just was not working out at Madrid. But we can say that for a lot of persons over the years who play for Madrid. I mean, my last my last point um, for, for this episode is just um, to add to the fact that um, Karim said that um, the quality of football has dropped since the whole COVID thing and the no fans thing. But on the flip side of that, I'm still grateful that there's some football playing and something for us to talk about. Because if you guys can remember a couple of months ago with no football, I almost lose the sanity. So I have to be grateful for the football that's going on still. That's I remember the first match I agree. That, that, that I watched uh, um, when they could resume playing after the three months. And I think it was Dortmund right? versus Schalke. The whole yeah. world watched that match then. The, yeah. whole, and the entire world, the entire watched, world watched, watched that match. Because I know persons who, if their life depends upon it, they're now watching the Bundesliga. They only know exactly. Bayern and Dortmund, nobody else. But Bundesliga is not the most exciting league, so why don't we watch generally? It is, but you know, you just have persons who strictly just watch Premier League. First Premier League. Yeah, and some people, you have to remember that you have some people who don't really think for themselves. So whatever the media is saying, saying that Bundesliga is not a good league, not a watchable league, they're not going to watch it just because they're being dictated by what is on, on the media. So yeah. hopefully on the, on the next um, week episode, people, we can talk about some more positive results, um, some better performances. All right, people. So until next time, go on to the party. This is Hard Tackle. We're out. Oh,